From the Gospel, Jesus was speaking about the temple of his body. In the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Spirit. Friends, um, in the, the New Testament, perhaps the greatest apostle of all the apostles, St. Paul. Uh, I mean, I've heard people say that. Well, let me be honest. I'm the one who said it. <laughs> I like St. Paul. <laughs> anyway, before he was St. Paul, he was Saul of Tarsus. And he was there. Um, he, he knew the commandments very well. But evidently, Saul of Tarsus lacked charity. And what happened was he helped con- condemn and put to death St. Stephen the deacon. Remember St. Stephen in the Acts of the Apostles was taken out of Jerusalem and stoned? St. Saul of Tarsus was right there. Then he gets a letter from the authorities, the Jewish authorities in Jerusalem, and goes off to Damascus to do some more of that, to round up some more Christians and hand them over. And just before he gets to the city, what happens? He meets Jesus. Jesus appears to him. The risen Christ appears to to Saul. And what does he say? Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? He was persecuting Christians. And Jesus considers us, we're Christians, he considers us part of his body. And, of course, that was the turnaround moment for Saul of Tarsus. After that, he he changed, his life was very changed, but... um, he had a, an up-close and personal encounter with the risen Christ, and his life was never the same. And it wasn't gentle, like you know, a, a bubble bath on the way to Damascus. Uh-uh, it was, it was a shock, right? Kind of like what we see in the Gospel today. Jesus is not walking around with a feather duster. Oh, look how dusty this is. No, he's got a whip. He made a whip out of cords. Um, reminds me of my father. The, uh, um, my father would say things, but when he got the belt, we knew you got no no amount of talking was going to get him get that belt out of his hand, right? I'll give you a hundred dollars. I never said that, but I, I could have tried that. <laughs> so Jesus in the gospel today compares the temple to his body. Destroy this temple. And in three days, I will rebuild it. King Herod, um, that wretch, um, King Herod had been improving the temple. Um, He had made the wall around the temple um, even grander. When you came up to Jerusalem, Jerusalem's up on a mountain. um, And there was this huge wall surrounding the temple. So the temple looked even grander, this beautiful setting. And this huge wall now extended all around. Um, well, it was it was quite a, an architectural wonder of the world. There were certain gates that they built into uh, this wall um, so that they could come and go. So that that wall kept uh, people out and animals out and someplace that let them in. There was even a gate called the Sheep Gate. So that, especially those three great times of the year when they had these big sacrifices and they would need a lot of sheep, they could let the sheep enter that gate. How would you like it if everybody entered the same gate that the sheep entered? Oh, don't step there. 
Oh, don't step there. Look at oh, look, oh, oh, you need to go get cleaned up. Oh, don't step there. Put that down. Uh, right? Isn't that what it would be like? No, the sheep had their own gate. So what are the sheep doing here in the temple in Jerusalem? Obviously, Jesus hates animals, right? Um, he hates sheep and oxen. He hates doves. We can just imagine what he thinks about pigeons. I mean, everybody hates pigeons, right? Um, and obviously, Jesus hates money. No, you're wrong. You're wrong. Um, Jesus did not hate um, animals, and he did not hate money. He didn't hate money changers. Um, have you ever heard of an instance where somebody um, um, scheduled a flight, you know, reserved a flight, and they get on, and they have their ticket, they walk up to the seat, I'm sorry, you're sitting in my seat. The flight is packed, um, and two people have the same ticket. Yeah, um, sounds like Jerry Jones when he had the Super Bowl over there in Arlington. Uh, we, need to, we need to break the record. Yeah, they just caught up to Jerry last week. And he's having to pay out millions. Of course, he has the millions to pay out, too. We need to break the record. Uh, how about just winning the games? But anyway, the um, yeah, people showed up to that Super Bowl. They had a ticket. They got here. They got their hotel, the rent car, everything, and they didn't have a seat. You know the place where these animals were in the temple? Guess whose place they were in? They were in my place. They were in your place. Now, most people here are not Jewish. I say most because I know one person is. Um, who is it? Who is it? The, uh, most people here are not Jewish. And there was a place in the temple reserved for the non-Jews. The Gentile section, the pagan section, that's our section. Oh, we'll just put the ant, we'll just put these sheep and ox in there. And we'll put the doves in there and the money changers. Jesus didn't like that. Um, he, it wasn't that he didn't like animals or money changers. There was plenty of room outside. They could have, there was plenty of room in Jerusalem, around Jerusalem for them to do that. No. Nope. And they're going to do it in the temple. Ladies. Probably the only time they let the ladies in there was to clean. Who's going to clean up that mess, right? Oh, these were non-messy oxen. These were house-trained oxen and sheep, right? House-trained doves. I don't think so. So, um, uh, Jesus, it's not that Jesus hates animals or money changers or money. Just that's not where they're supposed to be. Um, the um, This idea... What Jesus is telling us is that his body, his body is a temple. And if you and I are baptized, and we are, we share in uh, that dignity of Christ. Well, it's my body. I can do anything I want with it. No, we have laws. You can't do. If somebody says that they're going to take their own life in most states in this, in this country, you can't do that. You have to call 911 and report such and such, right? Now, well, think of this. Remember this from last Sunday? The 21 um, uh, Christians who were martyred by ISIS, right? Uh, you know, they, they, they're raising money to continue their terrorism. This is not a joke. You know, the latest um, twist in their money raising? Oh, yeah, they steal oil and sell it. 
They, um, they capture Christians and sell them. They capture Muslims and sell them too. If you're the wrong kind of Muslim, hey, you can be bought and sold. What's the new twist? Well, they're, um, they're trying new ways in executing people because they found out they can get money for organ donations. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, if listen, if the body is not a temple, then it's not a temple and they can do as they please. Friends, as Christians, we understand that what Christ is saying about his body applies to me and you. I'm not my own. You're not your own. If you are a part of the body of Christ, then it's not a light switch on and off. No, it's on. Right. So. Look at what Jesus is doing here with the um, with the whip. He he wants to return the proper order to the temple. He doesn't go in and say, excuse me, excuse me, can can we get them out? Of, I think somebody might be allergic. Can we get them out of here? Can we just move them over to the side? No, there were certain gates for those sheep to enter. They, they were not supposed to be there. And big old ox are in there. And that's not supposed to be there. Uh, and the money changers, they're not supposed to be there. Friends, what if I told you that what you see in this gospel is what you and I should beg Christ to do to each one of us? If this is not in order, which is connected to all the rest of this, right? My mind, my uh, my heart, my body, they're all connected. Um, unless you're in politics. Anyway, just kidding. That's a joke. Okay? These are all connected. And if if there is something in me that is not supposed to be there, I want him to drive it out. I, I give him permission. Oh my, I mean, I give him permission to drive him out of you, right? No. What Jesus is doing there is the height of charity. Um, he's showing us. You see, we have doors. Every one of us has doors. Um, we have our senses. We can see, we can hear, we can touch, we can taste, we can smell. Um, we, have, we have a mind, we have a heart. We have a body. We have a soul. And to let anything, anything into them um, that is going to show great disrespect to Jesus is to show, is to do the same thing. as like moving in a bunch of sheep and oxen, doves and money changers into the temple. Same thing. Same thing. If you see it differently, uh, talk it over with him. I'm serious. And parents, you have to, you, you have the toughest job because you have to try and communicate this to your children before they, they open doors. How many here who have telephones or a computer? You don't also have that wall, that firewall of protection around you. You go on the internet once without that firewall, then what is your telephone? It's an expensive paperweight. I just can't get anything. Now, I, don't, I guess it got a virus, a bug or whatever. Yeah, well, duh. Duh. The, uh, what Jesus is doing in the temple in Jerusalem, um, he was talking about the, his body. He said, destroy this temple. 
the temple of his body. He said, destroy this temple in three days, I will rebuild it. The, the temple of the Lord in Jerusalem, Jesus called it his father's house. That's also what Jesus calls his body, his father's house. So the, um, the, we, all have, we all have seen yards with fences. The fences are there to keep uh, certain things in and certain things out. Certain individuals in and certain individuals out. Without that fence, all kinds of things could happen. And so um, what we see in the temple in Jerusalem should encourage us. Friends, um, we are at the third Sunday in Lent today. Um, Easter is just that fast. Um, don't worry. Don't worry if you haven't gotten on the stick. If, if today you're worse off than February the 18th when we started Lent, consider this. And that prayer uh, on page 6, at the top of page 6, it's those three lines are beautiful. From Pope Benedict, Jesus, my living Lord, I know that you've just entered my soul, my heart. Thank you. I surrender myself to you. Please raise me up and transform me. Two words were added to that prayer by me. Thank you. Those are the two words. Uh, otherwise, they're all from Pope Benedict when he was Cardinal Ratzinger. I heard him so often in, in, in homilies, in talks, in books. I, I saw those words appearing. He's always referring to them. Friends, what is Jesus doing in the temple? He's transforming it. What did he do to Saul, the uh, Saul of Tarsus on the road to Damascus? It was a come to Jesus moment. Wouldn't you consider that the way he was afterwards was better than he was before? Well, I just think that was so mean the way he did that. Okay, and I guess he's being really mean. Um, he got their attention, didn't he, in today's gospel? The, uh, it wasn't that Jesus hated animals or money or money changers. They just didn't belong there. They were in my place. These lower animals were taking our place in the temple. That's disorder. Disorder in the temple of the Lord is a sin. Um, when I open um, when I open doors um, to my, my mind, my heart, my soul, my body, um, to, um, to disorder, um, friends, I'm inviting the same thing into this temple of the Lord. I, was, I wasn't baptized the day I was born. I was a few months old. Um, I wish they had done it the same day, and I wish they had gotten the hose. The... Uh, <laughs> the, um, what Jesus did on the day of our baptism is still, still applies to us. We are a temple of the Lord. And let's uh, look at the first reading today, the Ten Commandments. There are so many people in the church, there are so many people outside of the church who think that God gave us the Ten Commandments because somebody somewhere was having fun. Oh, someone is having fun. They must be stopped. Here are the Ten Commandments. Don't be ridiculous. That's not why we have the Ten Commandments. We have the Ten Commandments as a fence 
around us to protect us. And we're crazy. We're crazy if we think that the only sins, there are only two sins today, porn and gossip, right? That's just two sins. Then why do we have the other eight commandments? Yeah, they're not just two sins. Um, the, uh, when we let disorder into this temple, we're doing the same thing. Jesus can, um, Jesus can restore that order. It, at first blush, it may look very painful. It beats the other option. The less painful option right now, but then you pay for it for all eternity. That's not, that's not an option. When you look at what Jesus allowed to happen to his body to save me and you, um, um, it says that you and I voluntarily undergo these difficult trials of Lent so that we can put in order this temple that he has given us. Jesus was speaking about the temple of his body. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.